Stella Emanuel is my guest at the moment. Uh, I am. Uh, we we are in Anaheim at uh, Reopen America by Clay Clark. Um, Stella, uh, thanks for joining me. Um, tell listeners a little bit about who you are, what you do. Well, I'm a physician and a minister of the gospel. Um, I was part of the front uh, the frontline doctors. I think um, in July of last year. I stood in front of the Supreme Court and said that uh, hydroxychloroquine works, COVID is treatable, and we should not let people die. And of course, you all know the story. I got censored, I got cancelled, and just name it. But thank God, because when God opens the door on you, nobody can shut it. But that came from seeing the fact that hydroxychloroquine, avermectin, taking, taking care of patients, and they are getting better. And I f- see these people censoring it and saying it doesn't work and while people are dying. So we got to a stage where we were, we were just tired and we, were, um, we started trying to talk to other doctors and they would report you to the board and they would argue and they would attack you. So we started getting together. This is in Texas? Yes. Also, you know, just a lot of the other doctors that were, were seeing patients together. So we started doing that and we took the fights on the internet and we started, you know, trying to fight the people and the propaganda on the internet. Of course, they are not started censoring us at that level. Then, after July, when we, we had the, I went on the steps of the Supreme Court, and that was, a, like I say, it was a true watershed moment. Um, God just used my voice to break fear over the nations. It wasn't something I could have done myself. But, of course, we had been praying for years for the, for the country, and we had actually been in intense prayer just weeks prior to that, and I was just saying, God, just use my voice, just talk through me, whatever you want to say, talk through me, because this is getting too much. I told my family when I was going to D.C. that if I don't come back, that's okay. If I perish, I perish, but I'm just not going to sit down and let people die. So that was the mindset I had when I got to the Supreme Court. I was in a warrior mindset. I didn't care if somebody killed me. At that time, when I spoke out that day, something puffed in the spirit. It was a spiritual experience. Something fear, fear had been like sitting over the nations of the world. People were caged in their houses all over the world. And then I said, hydroxychloroquine works. And then people started, the Lord took it, God took it and sent it throughout the nations. And it went viral like no video had ever gone viral in that short of a time. Of course, the devil was like, stop her, you know. But it was too late. So since then, we've been taking care of patients. We started a telehealth company so that we can actually provide hydroxychloroquine ivermectin to patients all over America. Every state, every state in America, you can get hydroxychloroquine, you can get ivermectin. Like I tell, the, I tell our people, if you're gonna resist, be, make sure that in your resistance that you are protected. Because if you're resisting and you're not protected, then you can get sick. People go to conferences like this or under conferences, they get sick. So go on hydroxychloroquine once a week or ivermectin once a week. You can get it in every state. We can give it to you. We have our, I have my team that are there waiting to take care of Americans, American people. You know, we have doctors and nurse practitioners. They will see you. Just go on drstellamd.com, sign up. Then one of our doctors will see you. They'll call in the medication for you in your, in, to your pharmacy in your city. If they refuse to fill it, we do have pharmacies that can ship it. So that is very important that people make sure that they get treated. DrStellaMD.com, they can do that. Now, Dr. Stella, um, you, you, had, you had noticed that the, 
mainstream narrative was silencing you. How did you get involved with the frontline doctors that led you to the steps of the Supreme Court? I actually was Dr. Oso, one of my friends in Texas. They had gone for the first, uh, um, I think they had a first summit. Uh, I think Simon Go put it together. They had a first summit. And uh, Dr. Oso went there. So she came back and he and I were talking. She said, Stella, you need to come for this. You need to come. But somehow I didn't click. And then I sent out a tweet that saying that, you know, all these people that are saying hydroxychloroquine doesn't work is fake science. And everybody was like, oh my God, bring her on. So that's how I got invited to go for that particular this thing. And like I said, it, I, I still believe that it was just God doing it because after that, I didn't go back to the, to the next one that they did, you know, but what needed to be done was done. But your, your video in particular was mm-hmm. captivating because, yes. A, you're an African woman. Yes. Uh, you're African-American, I'm assuming. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and your energy spoke in different ways than the other doctors. Yes. Your passion really came through, and I, I remember personally seeing your video. It's called the anointing. It was not energy, it's the anointing. Because the anointing of God was upon me. So when I opened my mouth that day, it went in the spirit. Everybody was like, what? Everybody just, I mean, people were listening to me translated. People were coming from India, Pakistan. People translated in Brazil. I've done programs everywhere in the world. Only God could have done that. It wasn't something I could have done. It wasn't my passion. It wasn't my voice. It wasn't my feistiness. It was actually just the anointing of God. At that time, God wanted to give humanity a respite. He just used me. Now we fast forward. That was roughly a year ago. And now we we have uh, someone in, 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 in the Oval Office controlling the military, controlling the police state of sorts, if you will. Is he? What? Is he controlling? Well, uh, what this man is saying, uh, at least, is that uh, he wants everyone vaccinated and now he's willing to send agents door to door. I'm waiting for one of them to show up in front of my door. We live in Texas. We got guns. I'm waiting for one of them to show up in front of my door. But here's the thing, right? America is the last beacon for this. This thing is a global battle. Right now in Indonesia, and I have one of the spiritual daughters that are from Indonesia, they are forcing everybody to get the vaccine. If not, you can come out of your house. You know what happened in Israel? They are, the last uh, G7 meeting, they are sending 10 billion doses of the vaccine to Africa. Do you know something? 10 billion? No, 1 billion doses, sorry. 1 billion. 1 billion. And there is jungle science. They're going to go there, and they're going to bribe everybody like they did here. And the police are going to come out. Oh, they're going to harass people back there to get the vaccine. At least in America, we still have freedoms. We still have rights. But here's the issue. And guns. Yes, and guns. Thank God for guns. Because if we didn't have guns, by now they would have done something to us. So we should never give up our Second Amendment rights. We need our guns. Because they are scared of people that have guns. <laughs> you know. So, this is the thing, right? Um, this battle is not a science battle. Because if it was science, they wouldn't be doing this stuff that they are doing. There's nothing scientific about what's going on. This battle is a propaganda battle. It's a spiritual battle. Why do I say that? If it was science and they heard that you've taken care of 100 patients, they should want to come and see what you're doing and they want to, they want to do it too. Anthony Fauci knows hydroxychloroquine works. The study that made me start using hydroxychloroquine was done under Anthony Fauci in 2005 that says that um, Chloroquine is a potent inhibitor of SARS-CoV-1. 
That's number two. Number three, Anthony Fauci's emails actually say that hydro he uses hydroxychloroquine and gives it to his family. That's why I said that day that they should check his urine sample. I still want that urine sample. The other thing that I'm saying, Anthony Fauci say mask don't work from his emails. How come they are telling people to wear three, four, five masks? It is a mind control device. Wearing a mask to filter COVID is like putting on a chain link fence to filter a mosquito. You can put seven, you can put eight. The mosquito will go right through it and come out on the other side. And you have a medical doctor degree. Yes, I'm an MD. Spent six years in medical school, did residency, worked ER for years. I'm a medical doctor. In the United States? Yes. I've been in this country for 30 years. I worked in this country for 30 years. You know what I'm saying? So I, when I came to this country, I did general medicine back home, came here, did a residency in pediatrics. Somewhere along the line, I went into the emergency room, and I worked in the emergency room for years before I opened my practice in Houston. So I'm a physician. I'm not just talking. This is something I know. We, my team has treated over 35,000 patients. We've treated at least over 8,000 patients that have COVID. And right now, it's getting so crazy. People come into my clinic that are half dead. We have to call 911 to pick them up. People escape from the emergency room and come to our clinic. But the, the best part has been our online service that we started, the, the telemedicine. With that, we've been able to prophylax thousands and thousands of the American people. So I'm very happy with what we're doing. Now, Dr. Stella, the uh, Dr. Tenpenny, I'm sure you're familiar with yes. Sherry. Yes. She's uh, talking about uh, vaccine shedding. Yes, uh, Can you elaborate on, on, on what's happening with people that are being vaccinated? Uh, what are the dangers of being vaccinated? First of all... And being exposed to those that have been vaccinated. First of all, I will not really call it a vaccine. Like I said, COVID-19 is a Trojan horse for gene therapy. It's a Trojan horse for population control, for mind control, for human 2.0. There's a message I did. I did some research and I did a video. It's on my website, drstellamd.com, about the human 2.0. I had a lot of programmers program our brain and stuff like that. So this vaccine is supposed to have a component that goes into our mind packs in on our hippocampus that they can use to control us on the internet of things. You go, listen to these people. I actually did these videos. I took splices of the videos of them talking about it. Amy Cruz from DARPA and Charles Morgan about what they want to do. You know what I'm saying? So the second component of the vaccine is the lipid nanoparticle that gives it an ability to pass through the cell. Because of that, it goes into places where regular vaccines will not go. It accumulates very high in the, in, in, the, in, the, in the blood vessels, in the testes, in the, in the ovaries, in the, in the heart. And that's why it's causing all these things. It crosses the blood-brain barrier. Regular vaccines should not cross the blood-brain barrier. They should, the vaccine should stay in your arm. The antibodies that you produce should cross the, the blood-brain barrier. But these stuffs are nanoparticles. They want to send these nanobots into our brains so they can control us on the internet of things. Watch that video by Amy Cruz. It's on YouTube. Charles Morgan, it's on YouTube. They want to control us. So when you take this vaccine, the component is there that produces the spike protein. The spike protein is the toxin that kills people, coronavirus. Why would you give that toxin? Why would you write a code into human beings to produce the toxin that kills them? It is a code. Tyzak, the CEO of Moderna, go Google it, it's on YouTube, 
says they are hacking the human software. You cannot even allow a stranger to hack your computer. You're going to allow Moderna to hack your human software. And they are introducing a code into your system. So the mRNA is a code they are introducing so that it can now tell your body to produce the spike protein. The spike protein accumulates all over your body. Your body starts attacking it, producing more and more antibodies. The day you get exposed to the wild virus, your body will go into overdrive. That is what we call antibody immune, immune enhancement. And that is what's going to kill a lot of people that have taken the vaccine. It's very sad. Okay. Oh, so, okay, this is the same thing that Dr. Richard Bartlett is saying, is if you've spoken with him. He's also saying that... All of us are saying the same thing. You're saying the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that there will Antibody be Antibody-dependent, you know, enhancement. So, listeners should be expecting a mass die-off? It's going to happen. We'll, we'll, because we'll just, you know what? Just go back to SARS-CoV-1. When they did the experiment on SARS-CoV-1, they gave these vaccines to ferrets. And they released these ferrets into the wild. When these ferrets went into the wild and they, they got exposed to the wild virus, they went into a cytokining storm and they died. Right now, a lot of people are dying from the vaccine already and the government is covering it up. There are a lot of people, all these Delta, Kappa, Psi, Gamma, whatever variants. If right. you, you will find out that there will be a nation like Seychelles and, and, that, and even India that will be managing COVID very well and then they will show up with vaccine and then some Delta variant shows up and people start dying. Something is going on. Those vaccines are killing people. Children do not get COVID. What would be the, anybody's logical reason to give children a vaccine for COVID. I have treated over 30, my team, we've treated over 5,000 patients. We have, I think I've treated maybe two or three children. And it's because the parents wanted them treated. Children don't get COVID like that. They, they get the disease, they come in, the mother can't breathe, the child is jumping up and down with a little cold. So why on earth would you want to vaccinate children? Our young people are dying. They're getting myocarditis, heart inflammation from a disease that is completely treatable and completely preventable. So why is this thing not, why would anybody, why would a human being allow half a million people to die? Why would, how did they arrange it so that every nation is doing the same thing? These are Luciferians. They are working with the power of the devil. They know what they are doing. This is, has nothing to do with science. This is a Luciferian technology. Go online, Google something like the Platypus Institute. They deal with human enhancement. Go online, Google CRISPR, the gene splicing technology. This stuff is so exotic. This is Luciferian. It's not human. And what I say is that as a preacher of the gospel, as a prayer warrior, if it's Luciferian, we can cast it out. And we've had experience casting it out. When a lady came that had the shot, was crying because she didn't know. We prayed for her. The minute we started praying, the hand where she had it started vibrating. And she said in the speech, she saw something leave her body and she felt better. I was at a rally the other day, a woman that was paralyzed from the shot, when I prayed for her, I walked away. By the time I came back, this was a miracle. She got she got up. I mean I mean her hand, she could not use it, her hand straightened up and everything. So I'm just saying that the church needs to wake up and fight this battle because it's a spiritual battle. And spiritual battles are fought in the spirit. Right now we're doing everything we are trying in the physical 
We are fighting on human strength. The enemy is fighting with devil strength. We don't have the we don't have the ability to withstand devil strength. We need God. We need revival. We need Jesus. Only him can help us fight this battle. If somebody's coming at you with a bullet, somebody are coming at you with tankers, you cannot come at him with a little knife. These people are coming at us with heavy spiritual power. We have to come at back at this with heavy spiritual power. So we need to bring the heavy spiritual power of the Lord Jesus to fight the heavy spiritual power of the devil. That is the only way we are going to survive. If not, we're going to go into tribulation, one third of humanity will die and they will end up in hell. That is very sad. People are going to die. It doesn't matter. If you die and you're in Christ Jesus, you've given your life to Christ and you're saved, you get to go to heaven. So it doesn't matter. If we pray right now and God refuses to answer us and said, I'm done with you people's foolishness, two things happen. God answers us, we get back to normal. But God says, nope, and we go into tribulation. Tribulation is a seven-year period. After that seven-year period, somewhere along the line, in between the beginning and the end of the tribulation, rapture is going to happen. The church is going to leave. The true church. Right now, everybody says, we're waiting for rapture. Most of the people that are waiting for rapture are not even saved. They are still living in sin and iniquity, and they call themselves Christians. That is why we're crying to God for revival. We're crying, say, God, you cannot bring this to an end without bringing revival where the hearts of people can turn back to you we don't care if one million people die we don't care if three million people die we don't care if two billion people die as long as these people are dying in christ it's gain so my cry right now is not even about people are going to die just like from the vax people that have gotten the vaccine easily one third of humanity is going to die if you go into revelation revelation 6 one third of humanity dies so this stuff is like when you read the bible and know the bible it's like the bible and today's news the issue is not death because we're all gonna die somewhere along the line in fact the way it's going on if we go through this right now and we go into tribulation by 2030 we'll be here we'll be back here living beauty and the peace and the beauty of the millennial reign with christ do you know something it's either way it's all good my only fear right now, not, not fear in the name of Jesus, you know, I'm strong. My only concern right now is the millions and millions and millions of people that will die and go to hell if God does not give us revival. That is where we are right now. Our prayer right now is, God, you're the only one that can answer us. You're the only one that can change our story. You're the only one that can turn this around. The fourth seal that is open in Revelation 6 is death and hell. That means a lot of people die and they go to hell. The third seal is famine. A lot of people die from famine. A lot of people die and they go to hell. So that is our cry right now for humanity. So the church has to wake up. The church is the only entity that can win this battle. But the church is asleep. The church has to wake up and fight this battle. Because this is a battle of good versus evil. We can't fight good versus evil in human strength. We need God. And I just pray. Who is the, for, for listeners that this is sinking in. You're referring to they. This is a... Kabbalah, uh, the Luciferians, the wicked, the evil people, the uh, clones. You know, the Bible says in Revelation 14, Revelation 13, verse 14 to 16, that the devil would deceive the people of the world and they will make images unto the devil. And the devil will have power to give life to those images, that images will talk. 
and will cause those that will not take the vaccine, to, that, not the vaccine, those that will not take the mark to be killed. So that is cloning. The, the, it, it talks about it in the Bible. The devil will have power to give life, to give breath to a clone. So all these Bill Gates and Fauci, them, if they are not, if they are not already clones that are working with the devil, they are useful idiots. A lot of these Luciferians, a lot of this cabal, they think they're going to live forever. They think they're going to download their brains to the Internet of Things, then they will clone their body, and then they'll put them back into another body, and they will live forever. Do you know what I'm saying? They will definitely download their brain and put it in some Internet, I guess. They will definitely clone them. But the issue about it is that the devil cannot give life. Once you die, you are dead. You're going to hell. The devil cannot give life. So there will be somebody living in that clone. It will not be you. It will be a demonic spirit. And that is why some of these people, their whole plan is so evil. It is so evil that you, you will be looking at them and wondering, like Fauci, how can Fauci be this evil? Is he human? Who is he? How could he allow millions of people to die? And you know, whenever Fauci talks, I hear legions. It's like, there's this voice that comes out of me and it's like many devils talking. Is he human? How can Bill Gates sit down and say he wants one and just talk about it? Whenever he talks about oh, people are going to die, he smiles as if there's something. I know in psychiatry we call it, you know, some psychiatric disease, but are they human? If Bill Gates is a human being, he's making a big mistake. He's pitching his tent with the devil, a fallen angel that will take him to hell. He will clone him, all right, but the clone that will be running around here will not be Bill Gates. The, the soul of Bill Gates will be burning in hell while that clone will be going around talking like Bill Gates and continue to cause chaos. They are useful idiots. The devil can't give them life. They better repent and give their life to Jesus. Dr. Stella, are we, are we living... You know, and they, there's 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 various there's various angles as far as the types of beings that are occupying the planet. There yeah. are whatever it may be. You're speaking of cloning. They are nephilims, They are clones. Yes. They are is clones. that what we're experiencing? Are we experiencing mm-hmm. uh, beings that appear to be human being, but there they're are not human? Beings. Yes. You know, um, we had a prayer program in 2011. We locked ourselves in a place for one one for like 100 days, and we prayed. At the end of that program, the Lord gave me a dream. I had these beings. They looked like you and I. They came into, the, into, our, into our compound and we were fighting them. I was beating them, beating them, beating them. After I had been fighting them for a little bit, they said, you can't kill us. We're genetically modified human beings. At time, you were physically fighting these? Yes, in the dream. I was fighting them. In the dream? Yes. They said they were genetically modified human beings. And that it was not their time. But when is their time? They will manifest. And Lord showed me that in 2016, something was going to change. That demons are going to be walking around with human beings. Something was going to be released in 2016, and it was. During sun, go Google sun. You could they would say that, are they releasing something? It was, they did it in Europe. Where they, 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 this machine, they call it a hydron collider or something. They, 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 I don't know CERN, what it is. Yes, CERN, yes, CERN. That's CERN. the same, no, no this they is the same. It. Same place that Tim Berners-Lee had written the World Wide Web. Do you, you know yes, that? Yes, okay. from CERN, yes. So that's why even the World Wide Web is Nephilim technology. You know what I'm saying? So at CERN, they were going to release something from CERN. They were looking for the God particle. Are you familiar with Anthony Patch? Mm-mm. Okay. So with, with what they were doing, 
So there are beings, in the, in the book of Genesis, the Bible says that in those days, there were Nephilims in the land. When the sons of God came and slept with the daughters of men and they produced giants. In those days, they looked like giants, but today they are tech giants. They don't look, they look like you and I. But they are Nephilims and they are so bloodthirsty. You know, they are so bloodthirsty in a way. That is why those Nephilims today, they still, you still hear about adrenochrome and the eating children and blah, blah, because they are demonic. They are, these things, they are creatures. This is they happening. It's happening right now. It's no longer. You know, when, we, when I was telling people about this a while back and they said, well, that's a conspiracy theorist. Dr. Stella, you like to go into all this woo-woo stuff. You're so intense. But I'm a woman of the spirit. I'm a warrior. Because I'm a warrior, God has showed me many things over the time. You know, when this, this virus started March of last year, the Lord showed me there was a contracture in the heavens. And it was releasing this race. And people were dying. It was not even a virus. So it is later on people started talking about 5G towers. I was like, you know what? That is what I saw. In that dream, that contracture crashed. That is why we're holding a two-week two lockdown prayer. We're going to crash that stuff in the spirit. Since this stuff is Luciferian, at the mention of the name of Jesus, every knee bows. Since this stuff is demonic technology, we're going to go into the spirit of Jesus, and we're going to go into spiritual warfare, and we'll deal with it. Do you know what I'm saying? Our issue right now is that the church is the only entity that can fight this battle. Because it's the church that is connected to the light of God. And the church is sleeping. So we're praying for the church to wake up. It's deep. Some deep stuff here. We're in, we were, we were, in, we're in twilight zone. But, like I said, if you're in Christ and you've given your life to Christ and you know who you belong to, you don't have to be scared. Because either way, even if I die today or you die today, what the heck? We're going to die one day or another. I just that if I die, I know where I'm going. So if you know where you're going, you're good. And don't just assume that you know where you're going. Better go read the Bible and find out what is God's, what God says about heaven and hell. Because a lot of Christians that I think that they're going to heaven have never read the Bible to see what God says about hell. Do you know that the Bible says all liars have their place in the lake of fire? I didn't know that. Do you know that the Bible says that if you don't forgive your brother, you're not gonna, God is not going to forgive you, you're going to go to hell? Mm. Nobody talks about hell anymore. They just preach this sweet gospel of come as you are, stay as you are. Jesus loves you. You're going to the top. You're going to catch your blessing. We'll be running around the church trying to catch it. Have we caught it? No. The devil is running rampant. The church that is supposed to be supernatural, coming with the power of Jesus. This gospel is a gospel of power. The gospel of the Lord Jesus is not a weak gospel. It's a gospel of power. When I said, so because the church doesn't have not read the Bible, most people in the church, I've not read the Bible. Most people in the church have never like really prayed and connected to God like that. They don't know the supernatural. So when you start talking about supernatural stuff, oh my God, they get all oh, they get all disjointed. I can understand the world calling me crazy because I say they are aliens and demons are sleeping with people. But if the church is calling me crazy, have they read their Bible? It's in the book of Genesis. It's in Genesis six. That's how the Nephilims came into the world. Do you know something? So this is biblical, sound biblical theology. I didn't get saved in this country. I got saved. I didn't get saved in America, in, in, in Cameroon. I got saved in this country. I came here as a heathen. God saved me in this country, trained me in this country, called me to be a warrior in this country spiritually. And that's what I'm doing. So we need to wake up. So everybody needs to come to Revival Camp. It's going to be in Texas, July 25th to August 8th. There's going to be deliverance. There's going to be prayer for revival. We're going to be teaching warriors. We're going to be training people how to go back and take the land. 
Because the voice of prayer has to rise up louder than the voice of sin and iniquity. Do you understand? We all have to wake up and pray and not just be running this battle in the physical. The devil will take us out if we keep doing that. So I pray that we'll hear. Dr. Stella, thank you for your time and thank you for doing uh, what, you're, what you're doing and, 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 and alerting. Uh... I know, you're just watching like, whoa. No, you're, <laughs> you're very powerful. You're very, you're very powerful. Yes. And uh, yeah, I'm watching uh, what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I began doing this uh, in 2016 because of the Zika virus in Miami mm-hmm. Beach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was, it was, you know, frankly, Dr. Stella, it was a friend of mine that, uh, that had said, come to this town hall meeting because there's a local debate between the pesticide being sprayed and the virus. Mm. And then uh, what I heard was the, lo- the local uh, politicians totally squashed the voice of the, of the people. That of the people. There are 300 people in that chamber, and they just totally got shut down. And I said, that's not right. That's, that's not right. And so I started digging in and I started doing some research as to what their claims were. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, the Rockefeller Foundation. Yep, Bill Gates. As, right, associated to, to, to Bill Gates. Uh, with, with the Oxitec. And, 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 and somebody asked me to start doing this. Yes. We need the propaganda, though. Because it's a propaganda war, too, an info war. It's an info war. Yes. It's an info war, and, 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 and we haven't seen that for many years. But thanks to uh, Donald Trump, uh, he has alerted yes. many Americans. Yes. We will never have half of the country woke up because of Donald Trump. The other half is still fast asleep. But the issue here, Dr. Stella, is that many of those followers of Trump that had started to open their eyes... They've been vaccinated. Uh, because Trump, I don't know what's going on with Trump. I don't know. What's because going on with Trump? Yeah, with, with Trump, with Trump yes, Trump, because Dr. why is Stella. he pushing vaccine? I don't know why it's going on with him. He shouldn't be pushing the vaccine. I don't know what's... Because, is he I, part I, of the cabal? I don't know. See? What do you think? Okay, let me put it this way, right? I started supporting Trump because the Lord told me to. I always do things because God spoke to me. God calls people at different times. And he anoints them. He gives them the authority to do the work that he's called to do. God called Trump. Trump doesn't have to be a Christian for this to happen. Because the Pharaoh that took care of Joseph in Egypt did not have to be a Christian. Cyrus, Nebuchadnezzar, they were all called by God. They did not have to be Jews. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes God will call somebody a particular office that will give respite to his people. Trump was called because of the church. So that he gave the church respect. In the days of Obama, things were getting so bad. If Hillary had taken over, they would have closed up all churches and arrest you if you preach against homosexuality or anything crazy. When Tom, Trump came in power, he gave the church a leeway to operate. We were supposed to take that, that stay, time in space and disciple the nation back to God. I started preaching about it, talking about it all through 2016. I said, if we don't disciple God, if we don't turn back to God right now and use this window of opportunity through, through President Trump, if the darkness comes back, it's going to be darker. I preach about this on Facebook and everything. People didn't listen to me. Of course, Dr. Stella, you're too intense. We don't have to pray all those prayers. Whatever. We didn't listen. So the reason why President Trump lost the election is because the church did not take their position. Do you understand? Say, if the church had taken their position to disciple the nation, the Luciferians would not have taken over. Trump did his part. 
You know what I'm saying? And God can still restore Trump. And I believe that because God has shown me something he can restore Trump. But Trump is not the person that fights the spiritual battle. Do you understand? They are expecting Trump to ride on a white horse and rescue them. No. The church fights the spiritual battle and gives support to the Trump so that Trump can stand in power. So the Lord showed me in 2000, last year in May, that President Trump was beat up, he was on the ground, and then we came and we started praying. And I put it on Facebook. I said, President Trump's going to get beat up. We need to pray so that people did not pray. The reason President Trump lost, the reason we lost was because the church did not take their position. And if we continue without the church taking their position, we're going to perish. The world will perish. Those that are true believers, like I said to me, whether I die or I stay alive, I'm still, it's still good. It's still all good. Because I'm a child of God. If I die today, it's game. If I stay, then I continue to fight the battle. But there are many people out there taking vaccines. Let me tell you, that nanotechnology, when they are good and ready, they will go on the computer and program right there that Lucifer is God and they will believe it. They are putting the nanotechnology that will program people in the Internet of Things. That's why they said they're going to say everybody will own nothing and will be happy because they're going to program us. They think. But right now, guess what? We're fighting. Half of the country is fighting. Half of the country is standing. They did not expect this kind of resistance. They thought by now they would have taken You don't over. think so? They did not. You're, they're overwhelmed, do you think? Yes, they did not expect this kind of resistance. They did not expect us to come out and shout. They did not expect, you know something? They did not expect this kind of resistance. So we're praying, we're fighting, we're praying, and God is, we're winning little battles. But when the church wakes up, this cabal will be destroyed. The vaccines are one way to control, insert this nanotechnology into the human vessel. Mm -hmm. Are there other ways? I hear, I don't know, I'm not, I've not confirmed it, and so that even the swap, but I don't know, I've not confirmed it, so I don't know. Okay, so I you suspect that, I, yes, I, I perhaps. I've heard people talk about it, but I don't have any personal to confirm. But we pull back from that, we say, okay, wait a second, so family members or those that, that are Trump supporters that got vaccinated, so, but you're saying that even the vaccine once entered into the body. It programs them. It programs him, but is there a way to override the programming? Yes. It's a Luciferian technology. You override it with the blood of Jesus. And we have prayed for people, and they got healed from vaccine injury. We need the church to wake up and cast this thing out of people. This is where we are right now. We're doing this two-week lockdown, and I'm calling the church all over the world to join to pray. Even if you cannot come to Texas, join. Go on our website, sign up to join us and pray. Here's the plan. This Internet of Things is a satellite. It is a demonic technology. If it's a, de if it's a demonic technology, the blood of Jesus can destroy it. Do you know what I'm saying? In March of last year, I saw that satellite crash. So our goal right now is to crash land the Internet of that satellite. If we crash land that demonic satellite, we blow it up. And we pray prayers like, you know, when Joshua commanded the sun and the sun stood still in, over Gibeah, Deborah, prophetess Deborah, in Judges chapter 5, verse 20, called the stars and they lined up in their course and they fought against Sisera. In the beginning, in Genesis 1, God created the heavens, the firmament, for the sun, moon, and stars, not for demonic satellites. 
So our prayer right now is to call for God to arise, repent before him, ask him to release the power for us. And like Elijah, lock up the heavens, crash their satellite and destroy it. We have prayed and things have happened in the physical. We've prayed our native doctor's houses have blown up. It takes the church that will pray until the earthquakes. Do you understand something? Apostle Paul and Silas were locked up in prison. They started praying and singing. The prison started dancing. The prison itself quaked. You know something? Chains came off the hands of people. So there is power in Christ Jesus that is bigger than the power of Lucifer. It's just that the church has not been working in that power because they are busy following the devil and his foolishness in the, on the earth. That's why, why is that? Because the church has been caged. For years and years and years, people came into the church demanding to be accepted in their filth, demanding to be accepted in their, in their rebellion and their worldliness and, and their you know, girlfriends and boyfriends. You come to church, they lay hands on you, you, you hit the floor, you roll a little bit, you get up, you run around, and then you still go home and you're living in fornication, you're smoking, you're drinking. If you're supposed to be a child of God, you're supposed to come out of sin and iniquity. Because the church has stayed in sin and iniquity, the church has been caged. If you stay in sin, you give the devil power and authority to destroy your life. Do you know what I'm saying? So the church started coming, these people started coming to church, demanding to be accepted in their iniquity, demanding that they are sensitive, don't talk about them, don't say this because, you know, you know, just love on the people. A lot of pastors right now are preaching this sweet Jesus love message that is not scriptural. God is love, but God is also wrath. And the book of the Bible is a book of love. It's a book, it's a legal book, and it's also a book of war. You cannot just take love and then leave the rest. You become, you get caged. Just like you cannot decide to just war, 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 and not love. We have to take the whole counsel of the word of God. Because people came into the, into the church and demanded to be accepted, we changed our theology on the pulpit. We don't preach the real gospel anymore. We preach this jelly back gospel where, you know, we come as you are, stay as you are, Jesus loves you. People believe that Jesus is Lord, but they don't believe that he's a miracle worker. You know what I'm saying? We preach this jelly back gospel that people believe that the devil exists, but they don't realize that they don't believe that they have authority over the devil. Or they believe that they have authority over the devil, but they've never exercised it. The Bible says in Mark 16 that go into the world and preach the gospel. In the name of Jesus, you will cast out devils. In the name of Jesus, you will heal the sick. In the name of Jesus, you take up serpents. And if you eat a deadly thing, it will not hurt you. The church does not believe in the supernatural anymore because they don't have it. The church needs to wake up and get back into the supernatural. And there are a lot of wolves in the body of Christ. All these big preachers, they are all part of the cabal. If not, they will not take bribe from them and be forcing vaccine on the church. How could you be a How could you force something that is Luciferian on the church? That's a wolf. That is not a pastor. So let's get back to Donald Trump here for a moment. Mm-hmm. Is Donald Trump, is he confused? Is he misguided? I think he has a lot of people around him that don't, don't, don't give him good advice. I think so. But you know something else that bothers me? From when the president had COVID, I was taken to that hospital. Supposedly, world. right? Yes, supposedly. I was taken to that hospital. Do you think he had it? I don't know. I mean, what is it? Is it an engineer in the lab, or...? I don't know. No, COVID is actually real. But I'm just thinking that COVID is real. Naturally occurring, you mean? Oh, coronaviruses are real. Or is it manipulated in COVID-19 the lab? has been enhanced to harass us. In a, by a laboratory? Yes. 
Got it. Okay. But I don't. When Donald Trump got taken into the hospital, something happened. The, our president was a feisty fighter before he had COVID. When we talk about this Internet of Things and programming, I hope nobody mm -hmm. programs something into him that make him talk to, talk both ways. Because there are some things that he does right now that I'm like, that's not my president. And I'm sure you've, you've, you've had that. Well, it, it, isn't, it, yeah, it doesn't represent my views on mm -hmm. a few things and certainly yes, vaccinations. And that, and that is something that we did not expect. Do you know what I'm saying? So I'm still seeking God on what's going on with the president. Uh, let's let's wind down here, uh, Stella. And it's been a it's been a wonderful uh, uh, time with you, and I appreciate your uh, your uh, your time and in, in, in all the work that you do. Um, uh, who are some of the? Uh, let's speak pol politically here. And you're in Texas, and you've got a great fighter there in in, in, in Abbott, uh, and, and he's and, and I uh, a lot of times mostly in Florida, and uh, DeSantis is a is a great fighter. Uh, who, in your view, in the United States? Because as I see things, I look at Canada, and Canada's in Canada's in dire straits. Uh, Australia, some of these other countries, uh, there's there there the, the hope is dwindling. Yes, we're the last we're the last box stop. If we don't do this, the world is going down. So our resistance right now is the last box. That's why we really need to wake up and go to and turn to go. And it's and it's it's crunch time because because there's there's not a whole lot of time yes, left. Yes, it's time um, for people to stop. You see, they are pushing and pushing this stuff because they know that by 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 winter, when the flu gets right. the flu and coronavirus comes, people are going to start dying, and they're going to blame the vaccinated. I don't know how they're going to do it, but they said that six five percent of those that will die will be those that have been vaccinated. Five sixty five. 65. Who's yes. saying that? There was a, a paper out of England that said that, you know, in the, in the third wave. So, something that you respect? Yes, out of England, yes. A journal. That said in the third wave, they expect 65% of those that will die to be those that have been vaccinated. Their, their explanation was kind of crazy. I'm not even sure what. Their explanation was weird and crazy. I tell people get on hydroxychloroquine, get on ivermectin. It doesn't matter what variant they work. Dr. Shell, are you um, are you familiar with the work of Catherine Austin Fitz? No. So I can send this information to you. Catherine Austin Fitz is a former economic advisor for Reagan, mm. and she's adding up the same, putting together the same puzzle pieces that you're putting together. You're presenting it in a different way, but it's the same message. You might be interested in hearing what she has to say, and I'll send you that information. And um, and, and 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 some some final words that you you like listeners to go away with. Anyway, I'm gonna actually I'm gonna pray. But let me just say that I think it's time for us to wake up. You go to frontline. If, if you go to drstellamd.com, you can join and come for revival, come for deliverance, come and get cleaned out and get revived so that you can go back and take your city. Get on hydroxychloroquine, get on ivermectin. Get it prophylactically. Get the vitamins, keep your immunity strong because we are fighting an invisible battle. We don't want you to keep fighting this invisible battle and then you get sick. Wake up, ask God to help you, and I'm gonna pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you, oh God, for my brothers and sisters that are listening to the sound of my voice. 
I thank you, Father, for your grace and mercy upon this nation. I thank you for the blood that you shed on Calvary, the blood that speaketh better things upon our lives than the blood of Abel. Father, I thank you, O God, because you're still the deliverer, you're still the healer, you're still the restorer of all good things. King of glory, right now, O God, our, the nations are in perplexity, the nations are in trouble. Father, right now, oh God, a lot of our people are caged, Father. We're in the valley of dry bones. And when they get to the valley of dry bones, they can't save themselves. Lord, we need a divine intervention. Holy Spirit, we need you, oh God, to come down and rescue us. Lord Jesus, you died on the cross for humanity. If you come right now and end this, many, many people are going to go to hell. You did not shed your blood so that humanity should die and go to hell. Father, we pray that you will send revival. That you will pour out your spirit. Rend the heavens open. Come down. Pour out your spirit, oh God, like in the days of Elijah. Draw the hearts of people back to you. Father, whether we die or we live, it's the same if we're in Christ. Lord, we're just worried about numerous people, family members, friends, oh God, that have been vaccinated. Those that are sitting down right now, oh God, programmed. Father, I pray that your anointing that breaks the yoke will be released upon us even as we pray upon your people listening to the sound of my voice, Father. That they're going to begin to cast out this demonic nanotechnology out of people in the name of Jesus. Let your fire begin to burn. Let your anointing begin to burn upon everyone listening to me. And any foul spirit, any stranger, your word says strangers will submit. They'll be afraid out of their close places. Any stranger that is in the body, in the soul, in the spirit of anyone listening to me, we command them, we challenge them with the fire of the Holy Ghost and command them to jump out in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray that you will have mercy upon our nation. America is supposed to be a city on the hill, a light to the world. Father, that the scepter, the call of God upon this nation, oh God, will not just be darkened forever. Father, arise, O oh God, and fight for America. Fight for us. Fight for the nation. Not because we deserve it, but because you are a merciful God. Father, we have strayed away from you. We've gone our own way. We've done wickedly. We have left at the fountain of living water. We've done evil, O oh God. Lord, not for our sake, but for the sake of the people that died in the jungles of Africa, South America, in the jungles of India, taking the gospel out of this nation to the ends of the earth. You are a covenant-keeping God. Father, if not for our sake, as bad as we have gotten, oh God, for the sake of those that served you, that their children are in the nations right now, oh God, you're a covenant-keeping God. Remember. Remember the voices of your people. Remember. Remember the voices of your servants, oh God, that carried this gospel all over the world, Father. Restore the scepter upon this nation. That will be a nation again, a city on the hill, a light to the world. Father, come, oh God. Come, oh God, and fight for us. Come, oh God, and destroy the enemy, oh God, and show the world that you are God and you rule in the affairs of man. King of glory, as we stand in your presence and we cry out, oh God, send down revival. Those that are listening to me right now, wake them from spiritual sleep and slumber. Draw their hearts to you, oh God. Father, Lord, we give you praise. Father, I cover my brother here and cover all those that are fighting in the front line in the blood of Jesus. Let your hand of protection be upon them in the name of Jesus. Father, Lord, that the association of darkness and wickedness and their confederacy that have been gathered against us in this nation, Father, that it will be scattered by your hand in the name of Jesus. Lord, we give you praise. We cover this nation 
we plead the blood over this nation. We plead the blood over this nation that the blood will atone for evil and the fire of God will consume darkness in the name of Jesus. Arise, O Lord. Let our enemies be scattered. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you very much. Amen. Thank you very much. It was very sweet.